Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch. I am your host, Sarah M. Chapel, and we're going to talk today about one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making, which is obsessing over growing their audience and having more followers in their business. Look, if you are over with me on Instagram, at Sarah M. Chapel, if you aren't there, you might have seen me talk about this before, but I wanted to bring it here to the podcast. Where is your focus in your business? Are you focusing on growing on Instagram, getting more Instagram followers. I'm picking on Instagram in particular because I know a lot of you are there. And this is a place where I really see this being a big issue. Are you? It's okay if you are. That's not abnormal. That is where most people's first things go. Getting a follower on Instagram, seeing the follow number grow, it's a really visceral experience. I mean, Instagram, social media, designed to be addictive, that whole thing. (laughs) But It really gives us this immediate feedback that makes us feel like we're doing something. Oh, I posted and it got likes. I got some new followers. It gives us this like immediate hit of accomplishment, right? But here's the problem. Followers are not the same as sales. And if you're focusing on growing your Instagram or growing your social media or even growing your email list because you think that more people will equal more sales, you're wrong. For most of my customers, most of you listening here, you don't actually have an audience issue. You have a sales issue. If you have, let's say, 100 people that are following you on Instagram or 100 people on your email list, and you're not selling anything, it's not because you only have 100 people. It's because you're not selling effectively to those 100 people. We can look, there are like stats on what we might expect for sales percentages in different industries. And in the online space, the average sales percentage is about 3%. We would expect a 3% conversion rate. Most of my customers, especially folks in the launch incubator, have much higher conversion rates. My own conversion rates are much higher. My customers usually see between like five and I've actually had folks launch in the launch incubator and have 30% conversion rates, which is insane. That was awesome. Um, But even 3%, if you have 100 followers that you are selling to, that you are offering your services to, we'd expect at least three of them to buy in a healthy sales environment. Is that happening for you? Now, you might see a problem. Okay, well, if only three are going to buy, three are not going to sustain my business. Sure, right? Go with me. And I'm just using simple numbers. But if you're not getting conversions from the people already engaging with your business, it's not a follower issue. Now, once you have conversions, once you have a sales system and process that actually works, then you can grow your audience. Then you can focus on getting more people in through the door so that they get to know you. But this is a really simple shift that I wanted to let us like come here on the podcast and highlight, partially because we are going to be doing my sales training uh, next week, I think when the time this comes out, July 20th, how to sell without selling out. You can sign up for that at holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash free. Um, especially for those of you that are like, oh my God, she's using that word sales and it makes me want to die. Or if that is you, you're like, well, I have followers, I have an audience, but they're not converting. They're not even converting at 3%. I'm not seeing the sales I want. You need to come to this training. We're going to really break it down and show you the four steps that are necessary to have sales that actually come from a place of service. But the first thing we want to look at is where's your attention in your business? Because people get so wrapped up in followers. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again. As soon as I stopped prioritizing posting on Instagram, 
as soon as I actually like kind of let that go, like, all right, we're not going to have like a super robust social media strategy right now. I'm not going to post on the feed like three times a week. I'm not going to try to write like poetic, beautiful stuff and bare my soul. All things that I did for years, like literally years. I've been on Instagram longer than a lot of you. (laughs) Um, and not grown very fast, to be completely honest. As soon as I gave up on growth, like Instagram followers being the indicator, that's when my business exploded. Because when I took my time back from trying to please the algorithm, to please my followers, to have more fans, to be more popular, when I took that time back, I was able to put that time into what actually grows your business, selling stuff. So we've talked about this before, that as a business owner, you have three main priorities. Find the right people, sell them the thing, and give them the thing. That is your job. And it's that finding the right people part and that transition from finding to selling where I see people make the most mistakes. Because we go from finding the right people to just finding people more, more, more. We have a a consumptive perspective. And it's easy to understand why, especially on something like social media, where you see how many followers someone has, right? You don't actually know, looking at the outside of a business, how many people are on their mailing list or how much sales they have. I mean, that's, we'll talk about that in a second. You don't know. But we can see follower counts. So we use that as a way to judge people's success, to judge their expertise, which is also a bit of another conversation. But, you know, we are we have are training ourselves to confer reach to equal expertise and validity, right, which I would venture is potentially dangerous. Um, and then naturally, we, we replicate that for ourselves, right? We find ourselves admiring people who seem like they are curating an Instagram experience that expresses abundance and success because they have more followers. But you don't know what is happening behind the scenes. You don't know. There are some people, especially in the marketing space, who will do income reports. Uh, That's been popular for a while. Pat Flynn really started that. Um, Not, you know, and uh, Haley Burkhead does them. And I think there's some other people, too. And in the past couple months, we saw folks be a little bit more transparent. Rachel Rogers shared that she had a million dollar month in June. Amazing. Right? People showing their receipts. Sure. There are people doing that. But most of the people that you're looking at, especially if you're here listening to this show, are probably not in the marketing space. They're probably not business coaches, right, who are have this tendency to show the receipts, to show what's actually happening behind the scenes in their business, because that's a teaching moment for their followers, for their audience. What you're looking at are, are healers and wellness professionals and coaches and folks who can make it look like they're more successful than they are. Maybe they have a lot of followers because they're really great at creating memes, I'm going to tell you guys a secret, though. Memes do not pay the bills. No one is being paid, is like making a living as like a memester. Is that a thing? It is now. I'm not, I'm not cool enough to know. Or I'm sure there are some people who are making money off of being memesters, but it's not a surefire way. So if we have this like breakdown, if you'll go with me, right? More followers does not equal more sales. Then we have to look at the disconnect, which is your sales system. And If you're like most of the folks that I support when they start working with me, you don't have one. And that is so okay. I did not for years. Even though my background is in sales and marketing, even though I've been essentially selling stuff since I was 14, 13, I was like, when did I get my first job? I remember I was young enough that my parents had to get like a special like dispensation from the state. They had to like sign something saying it was okay for me to work. 
So I've been doing that forever, but that doesn't mean that in my own business, I had a sales system or a sales strategy. It was really about two and a half years ago that I started breaking down what I saw working and what I was learning from people and what had worked when I had uh, worked in other businesses and when I had been a manager and supported other people in their businesses and started applying it to my own. And about a year ago, when I started the Launch Incubator program is when I began to codify that, when I began to really break that out and teach it and show what had been working for me in my business and now teaching it to others. And again, that's what we're going to cover in our training on July 20th. I finally have gotten the date right. If you listen to the show, you've heard me really struggling saying July for the past like month. I keep thinking it's June. It is July. So on July 20th, holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash free. Because if you do not have a sales system, you will not have reliable sales. And if you do not have reliable sales, you do not have a healthy business. Your business makes money. That's one of its jobs. (laughs) If you just wanted to do what you do, you could do that for free. You could donate your time. But most of you want a business because you want to get paid. You want the flexibility to make money on a schedule in a way that actually supports you as a human being. A lot of you I know have chronic physical and mental health challenges. You have disabilities. You have responsibilities that make it so that a traditional work environment doesn't work well. And at the time of this recording, we are still in the middle of a motherfucking pandemic, wear your masks. Please stay home if you can, especially where I live. I mean, cases are way up. Having the flexibility to generate your own income matters more than ever. But we tend to focus on the, the, the fun stuff, right? I want to be a tarot reader. I want to be a medium. I want to be a yoga teacher. I want to be a health coach, like whatever it is that you do, right? We focus on that, on the modality. And then we focus on getting people to follow us who think our modality is cool, right? And we forget about the fact that it's not a business if people aren't buying things. And it's not a business that sustains you and gives you the support to give back to your community if it doesn't pay you. So step one is starting to tease apart Like, I mean, and seriously, like the psychological addictive aspect of social media that has you comparing yourself to other people based on externals more than ever. It's just like full-time middle school, you know, and it's like you show up and you're wearing the wrong fucking pair of shoes and like somebody laughs at you or whatever, right? That's what we are recreating on social media if we're not careful. We are creating a space where we're judging ourselves based on the externals of others. And like, I know you know this, I'm not saying anything new, but If you're anything like I was, and like a lot of the people I support, even though you know it in your brain, you're not acting on it, right? You're still chasing followers as if that automatically translates to sales. It doesn't. So we're going to, if you're going to go there with me, if you're going to say, okay, cool, Sarah, I understand followers does not equal more sales. Um, You said that, you know, I, I don't know if you'll take my word for it. But again, when I shifted off of posting on my feed a lot, that's when our business grew because I actually was focusing on selling stuff. And it's like the amount of content, quote unquote, that I've created in the past like year is so much less than I created before. So much less. I like scroll down my feed sometimes. And it's like, you know, it's like a year ago. And I'm like, wait, with one swipe. I'm like, wow, I have not made a lot on Instagram this year. But we also made a lot more money. (laughs) We helped a lot more people. Because my job, and for most of you, your job is not posting on Instagram. Unless you are an influencer, and you are actually paid per post, like you are paid by another company to post. And that's how you make your money. You are not paid to post on Instagram. That is not your job. You are not paid to post on Facebook. 
You're not paid to make your podcast. You're not paid to write your blog, right? Unless you're at, your money comes from ads, right? If you have an influencer ad-based model, then yes, that is your job. But most of you here are service providers, are course creators, are program creators, are teachers and guides and facilitators. You're not paid to post on Instagram. So if you're going to go with that on me, with me on that, if you're going to believe me on that, or at least, you know, be willing to chew on it, first of all, I think for a lot of you, that should be a relief, right? How many of you are spending all of your time curating an Instagram feed, coming up with new posts, posting? Oh my gosh, I see folks still posting multiple times a day. Don't fucking do it. Oh my God, that's exhausting. <laughs> Unless you like it. If that makes you happy, cool. But uh, yeah, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> um, in, you know, it's, it's probably not driving business for you. So what do we have to do then? We have to actually sell. And we talked about this last week, but I'm going to say it again. Selling is helping people make a decision. Your job as a salesperson, and you are a salesperson, I know, I know. It's one of like the number one questions people ask me. How can I get more clients without feeling or sounding or looking like a salesperson? Like you can't because you are a salesperson. That's actually one of your primary jobs in your business. Eef, right? Remember that whole find the right people and sell them the thing? <laughs> Steps one and two in your business, attracting customers and then selling things to them. That is being a salesperson. And a lot of you want to live in fulfillment land. You just want to do your work. And that is so awesome. But you don't get to do your work if you don't sell stuff. The sales part we want to start to really hone in on what the truth of selling is, which is showing people that you have something that can answer a problem that they have, that can provide something they desire in their life, that can be a solution, that can create joy, all these different things. What you're doing when you sell is you're letting people know that you have something that it sounds like they want, right? We talked about this last week in, in terms of this idea like attraction marketing, right? Of actually asking people, drawing them to you, asking them to consent, to raise their hand, to say they're interested in learning from you, to say they're interested in what you make. Whether they buy or not, they're raising their hand, right? Your next job then is to let them know what's available. <laughs> you have to tell people that they can buy things from you. If you don't tell them, they will not know and they will not buy from you. I can guarantee it. Or you might get a couple people who float in because they find something that, that they love of yours and they just dive in. You know, I had somebody ask me recently, you know, they were worried about like doing too much promotion. I don't want it to be too much. I was like, too much for what? <laughs> you know, there's a reason that, you know, when I'm promoting something, I talk about it consistently, depending on what it is for a couple weeks or, or a full week or, or like five days. When I'm doing a launch, I send four or five emails the last day. You know why? Because people don't pay attention. People forget. And the most important thing that you're doing in sales is you're helping people to make a decision. Giving them one contact point to make that decision is not fair. It's actually not useful. You're asking people to just kind of like go on a leap of faith with you. Hey, here's this one opportunity. I'm telling you about this thing and never mentioning it again. You're asking your customer to do way too much work to get to know you. It is your job to educate, to show them that you can help them, and to ask them if they want that help. That is your job. It is not your customer's job to do all the research and to look at all the different options and to understand your work intimately without your help. That's your job. So in sales, then, what you're doing is asking people if they want the solution that you offer, 
and if they want to prioritize it right now in their lives. It is actually that simple. And that's the yes or no question. Do they want to prioritize your solution with you right now? Yes or no? And what we're trying to do is get a yes or a no. Give me a fucking no. Give me a no. Let me know you don't want this thing. (laughs) That's fine. Because letting people sit in this place of unknowing, which is what you actually really do when you send like one sales email or you make one post about something, it kind of tickles in the back of someone's brain and maybe they'll remember to make a decision, but it becomes this like subconscious thing that's needling at them. Your brain doesn't like an open loop. It doesn't like unanswered questions. It tries to solve it, which is really powerful in coaching and other tools. But when it comes to sales, it's just icky. I would so much rather make a decision. So if we approach sales from this way, then it's really, like we talked about last week, it's human stuff. (laughs) You're helping people to decide whether or not they want this thing. That's the service in it, right? People are looking at your work because they're interested. They wouldn't be interacting if they weren't, right? You are not forcing people to follow you on Instagram. You are not forcing people to be on your mailing list. There's an unsubscribe button on there. Like it's real easy for them to move on right? But they're staying because they're interested. They're staying because there's something that you're doing that they think could help them. Your job is to help them figure out what that is. That's what sales is. The sooner you can find out whether whatever your language is or your perspective is, you can wrap your head around the fact that you have to sell. And that when you sell in a way that's actually in alignment with your values, your business will grow and you will be able to help more people because if you are properly paid, that's when you get to do your job, right? Again, if you're a business owner, this matters. This matters. And like, you don't have to want to be full-time in your business. I say that all the time, but most of you would prefer to be. (laughs) And maybe you already are and you would prefer to be doing more of your actual work or not be working 80 hours a week and recreating the oppressive systems of work, (laughs) like wage work that we have in in the Western world. Well, across across the entire world, unfortunately, at this point, right? So that means you have to get paid. <laughs> that is my, what I like, am challenging you to think about right now. How can you help people to make this decision? How can you show them what is possible when they work with you and help, you to make the, help them to make this decision? And I'm going to tell you something. Posting pretty pictures on Instagram with like, you know, stories about your life and your whatever isn't it. That doesn't mean you can't do that. But don't conflate lifestyle posting with selling. It's not. When I essentially stopped doing lifestyle posting is when my business grew. A lot. And like, there's parts of me that miss it. I like writing stuff. I like writing. I like doing that. I just put that that energy into other areas of my life. It's also helped me create better boundaries. I offer that up for you. Again, some of you love lifestyle posting that like totally like, you know, scratches the itch. I know we have a lot of beautiful photographers who listen to this show. Like I fucking suck at photography. Like it's just not my thing. (laughs) When you are clear on how you're selling and how you're actually getting customers, then you get to decide how you want to show up on social media. You get to decide how you want to use your energy and your time because you're getting paid, right? So if you take one thing away from this, it's remembering that growing your audience is not a solution if you're not already selling. 
Growing your audience is not a solution if you're not making sales, right? We have a, generally, most of you are going to have a sales problem first and audience problem second. The good news is that it becomes easier to grow your audience when you're effectively selling. <laughs> people will recommend you. People will share about your work. You will have money to put into ads or strategies, right? But we have to fix the sales problem first. And the step one there is recognizing that a big part of your job is selling. And that selling isn't sleazy. Selling isn't gross. Selling is not forcing people to buy something they don't want. Like, that's just bullshit. No, and I mean, and frankly, like, you're taking away agency from people when you say that, like, you're controlling their actions. You're not. There are manipulative sales strategies. Do not get me wrong, but you're not using them. So we want to help people. That's why you're in business, most likely. If you're a soul-centered entrepreneur, you're here listening to this show, it's because you see that business as an extension of your spiritual life, of your calling, of the way that you want the world to be, of the vision of the future of the world that you have, and you have to sell to get there. So if this is piquing your interest, or you're like, oh, fuck, I have no idea how to sell, or you're someone who's like, I'm doing some selling, but I'm not getting the conversion rates that I want. I say especially those of you that maybe have a course or a program or like an offer that you know you need to reach more people with that, you know, it's not necessarily one to one, it's maybe a scaled offer. Please come to the workshop, you're gonna love it. It is on July 20th. And you can sign up at holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash free. We'll link that up in the show notes as well. And this is going to be all about how to sell your offers without selling out without being a fucking douchebag. Because like, no one likes that. (laughs) It's not fun. But it's also not effective. Being manipulative is not effective. It's not like a long term sales strategy. That's the end of my rant. I'm off of my soapbox for now. I can't wait to see you guys at the free training. I hope that this was helpful to start to shift your perspective about the focus in your business. Again, are you focusing on followers or are you focusing on actually selling your work so you can do your work? Two different things. And that I will see you at the training so that we can work together to help you figure out the best way to have a soul-centered sales system for you. All right, I will see you all next week. Bye for now.